Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Aligned and Well podcast. It's Shawnee here, your host. Um, I have a really great interview for you today. I'm interviewing another fellow nurse coach. This is going to be a pattern now. <laughs> you know, you guys know I'm bringing on more nurse coaches onto this podcast just because I, I feel like so many of them, so many of us, you know, I'm a nurse coach. <laughs> um, so many of us have, uh, gifts and and a message that we want to send. And we have a specific way that we are helping heal the world. And if I can just get more of those voices onto this podcast, I think I, I have done a great thing. So um, I'm really excited to bring this next guest on. Her name is Bri Riley. She is the owner of Braving Wellness Coaching and Community. She supports nurses in prioritizing themselves so that they can continue healing the world. Um, her work is done through um, a meditation community and deep individualized coaching. And she is a breathwork instructor. She is a, an expert on all things breathwork and meditation. So I am really, really honored to be able to interview her today because um, because meditation, breathwork, these grounding practices have been super important in my own healing journey. And I think that any opportunity that I can get to help provide all of you with more information on that and and diving deep into why some of these things are so important. Um, I, I just think that that's, that's my way of being of highest service to all of you. So I hope you enjoy our conversation and let's get right into the interview. Hi, friends. My name is Sean Arsenault, but you can call me Shawnee. I'm a board certified nurse coach and holistic healer, and I want to help you transform your life in a way that feels in total alignment with your heart and who you truly are. Each week, I'll be sharing with you my tips on how to become more empowered in your own wellness journey and create a vibrant, fulfilling life that reflects your values and your truth. You'll hear insightful interviews on different life and wellness topics and stories from myself and other beautiful souls who share my mission of spreading love and light in this sometimes dark world. My hope for this podcast is that you will walk away feeling inspired and more aligned in your purpose. This is your permission to get curious and lean into your intuition as we all learn and grow together. Welcome to the Aligned and Well podcast. Brian, I'm so excited to have you on as a guest. I really appreciate you taking some time to be here with me today. Thank you for inviting me into this space. I'm I'm thrilled to connect in this way. Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we dive in, we're talking about like one of my favorite topics, which is, you know, the benefits of breath work and meditation. And um, this is something that's had a really huge impact in my own life. But um, can you, before we dive into to all of that, can you give my listeners just a little description of who you are, what you're all about? Absolutely. Yeah. So my name is Bri. Hello. And I've been a nurse for seven years now. And in the past um, almost two and a half years now, I opened my own nurse coaching practice. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning of my career, I really hit burnout within those first six months. Mm -hmm. And from that place, I spent almost five years kind of bouncing around from specialty to specialty, searching for that fulfillment, searching for, I got into this field to really help and serve others and I wasn't ending my shifts feeling that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you and, and any other nurse listening feels that yeah. to some point. Mm -hmm. So um, from that point, um, I didn't really know what was next nursing wise. I, I, at that time I was working um, in the ICU and I had this, this subtle moment um, mm -hmm like folding, folding laundry night shift and realized I had created my entire life around serving others mm. professionally. That's what we get paid to do. Yeah. And personally, like I had no, no 
depth of vulnerability in the relationships in my life. It was, Mm. I was always going to serve you. Let's not talk about what's going on with me. I'll take care of me later. And none of that give and take, it was me giving in every area. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of my moment in 2019 where I just, I knew I couldn't do that anymore Mm -hmm. and started down my own healing journey, my own, uh, my first personal coaching container and really diving into myself Mm -hmm. and what's underneath why I am behaving the way I am. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I can relate so much to your story there, you know, with feeling so burned out and, And one of the things that stood out to me too was the fact that you had kind of built and created your life around serving others where you kind of were dropping yourself basically. And um, I think myself and and probably so many nurses listening to this too can relate to that. And even people, I feel like people in general, there's, I mean, so many people in my own community that I know that are not nurses do that and focus their life on helping others, serving others, serving, like serving with some kind of purpose for someone else. But, um, but yeah, I tell me a little bit more about like that inner healing journey that you started going through once you realized you were hitting this point that was unsustainable. Mm, Sure. I love that you said you've, you've noticed this in people that are not nurses as well. Mm -hmm. Um, because I, I notice within myself and the trend in the nurses in my world, like we were likely in this giving and this helping and this serving before we discovered nursing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, nursing totally. just tends to bring that, that type, that type of person in, but yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So that was me. I'm the oldest sibling. I grew up primarily single mother, um, the friends that everybody goes to for advice, it, mm-hmm. you know, who knows exactly what I would tell them at that time, but it it's better than what they could give themselves. Right. So mm-hmm. like, let me, let me serve you. Let me help you. And yeah, what that was really allowing me to do is abandon myself, avoid myself. Mm-hmm. And if I was avoiding myself, how, how could I ever feel comfortable enough to open up to allow somebody else to come in? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I didn't even know what, what's going on in here. And, um, so the thought of not knowing my inner world to allow someone from the outside. And that was, that was really terrifying. So that was yeah. my, my cycle of just avoidance. Mm-hmm. And what the really like foundational pieces of me beginning to explore that internal world is really understanding where I learned to show up in this way? Where did I begin to learn how to take care of myself and learn how to relate to the world? Mm -hmm. And I think it's a term thrown around a little bit more than when I started my journey in 2019, but it's really this concept of reparenting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Teaching ourselves that we can provide what we didn't have back then to ourselves now. And it sounds like such a strange concept, right? But it it is, it's so true. And as we grow into adulthood and, um, and start to develop different coping skills and techniques um, like that, it, it can be so helpful, so powerful to, to be empowered in that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate that you brought that word up um, because as we were, you know, as we dropped in before, officially hitting record empowered was that, that intention and that, that word that came through for me. Um, Mm -hmm. because no matter what I, we always have the ability to make a choice. Yeah. Even in the smallest way. And I think, I know we'll, we'll get into this a little bit more, but that's really what I believe is the power in meditation, creating that space to understand like where, where can I make a choice and, and what is my, my body and my heart asking for and how can I make a choice in alignment with that? Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something that, um, that really resonates with me too, because, um, 
meditation is a practice that that I've used. And uh, so backtracking, whenever <laughs> I first like came across meditation, I was like, this, there's no way that this works. You know what I mean? Like, um, they don't really, I wasn't really introduced to it whenever I was younger. And um, honestly, I didn't really have a, a good sense of it until I started the collective really. And um, the nurse coach collective. And um, so as I've started to dive more into it and learn more about it and practice it in my own life, I've, it's just been blowing me away how much of an impact it has. So can you talk a little bit about like your work in meditation and breath work and how it's helped you in your own life? And then we'll talk a little bit more about like why it's so helpful, but um, just share your own personal experience with us. Absolutely. Um, so I love, <laughs> I first want to, I love that you said like, there's no way that this could work. Yeah. <laughs> because I was absolutely like that same track. Mm -hmm. And I think us humans like to make things like more difficult and like yeah. the answer can't be that simple. <laughs> right. Yes. We overcomplicate things, especially as we get older, everything has to be so complex and there has to be like a, a better answer. It, it can't just be, you know, meditate. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. I, yeah. The second you said that, I was like, oh, that was, that was my same thought process. Mm -hmm. So as I said, when I started, I got into my first uh, coaching container and all of that, that was one of the really important things, not necessarily meditate. Like, I don't even think my coach called it like meditation itself, but it was mm -hmm. like, you need to create space to be with you mm -hmm. every single day. Mm -hmm. whether that's five minutes, whether that's 15 minutes, maybe some days you have an hour, but really beginning to use this muscle of like, I can connect with myself. I can see what's going on on my internal world in building that trust of, I can meet my needs, right? Yeah. I can, again, this, I can mother myself. I can, you know, take care yeah. of what, what is coming up for me. So that, and I, and I don't think I've really ever made this <laughs> connection until now of like, that really was a meditative practice without the label. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that was essentially like the biggest part of my homework because I did so much to avoid checking in with myself mm -hmm. again, showing up for everybody else. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, it required me to create like a bubble around myself almost. And like, this is, this is my space. This is my time every day to, to check in with me mm -hmm. and to then based off of what came up to, to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that in that in itself, it really created some safety and trust within me because we all, we all find our ways to to avoid or to numb out. And for me, a lot of when um, uncomfortable emotions would come up, it was like spoon in the peanut butter jar for me. Like it was like, if food yeah. was a big coping um, mechanism for me when a lot of uncomfortable was coming up. Yeah. So paired with that, it was like, okay, how do I, how do I soothe myself in other ways? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's that kind of, not sidetrack, but it just, it, it's a piece of it. And mm -hmm. so there was some healing to be done there. And then, you know, <laughs> divine as timing is, I finished up that container and it's funny to think Bri then was like, okay, that was my first three month coaching container. I've gotten to the root of things. Check. I'm done. I'm healed. You know? <laughs> yep. I've done all the work. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's so silly to think, um, yeah, just of that version of myself. And it's like, well, life's always happening. Right. <sighs> um, but shortly after finishing that, um, is when I found the collect the nurse coach collective. Yeah. And as you said, that really was like, you have the mindfulness practices and the partners and that really opened up so much for me. And mm -hmm. I had so much fun creating practices yeah, and I could do it like on the fly. Like it was a very intuitive, like I remember yeah. our first partner call. I was like, 
oh, we're, we're actually doing this. I have nothing prepared, but it's fine. Like we'll, we'll just roll with it. <laughs> right. Right. And it's, it's really beautiful. Cause like you're, you're taking somebody through a practice, but it's requiring you to, to drop in as well. And I was just yeah. like, I love this, this sweet spot here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really kind of got my wheels turning as to what does this look like business wise, but really to answer your, I think original question is that, that consistency and checking in with myself every day before I knew it was like meditation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that. One of the, my favorite things that you just said was that it, it was your way to kind of see what's going on in your internal world and check in with yourself. And it's so funny because as you were saying, like some of the ways that you use to avoid you know, feeling your feelings and checking in with yourself. Um, I, I relate a lot to what you said. And I think honestly, that that initial mindset of me being like, there's no way that this could work was actually my way of being like, I'm afraid to, to see what bubbles up to the surface whenever I sit with myself, you know? Yeah, that that fear, it, it it's so true for for me at, as well. And beginning that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I don't know if this lands for you, but for me, a lot of it was, I'm, I'm good in like the crisis mode and the helping and fixing. Yeah. But if I create the space to slow down and then everything rises up, I, I had two really big, I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And then what if it never stops? Yeah. Yeah. Like how am I, how do I deal with it if it's constantly coming up? Like, yeah, that that that's definitely something that I think I struggled a lot with in the very beginning of getting into meditation because I would sit in silence or listen to some kind of guided meditation and my thoughts would just be all over the place and I'm sitting here thinking like this is not working like th- this is def- just this is just something that I'm not <laughs> I'm not meant to do and it's crazy how after a few times something just kind of clicks and the more you do it the more you're giving yourself that space to just like see what comes up you don't have to be there's no perfect way to do it right yeah, yeah. no perfect way and I know myself, I'm sure you, and maybe some listening, we want perfect. It has yeah. to be perfect. We have to be perfect on the first try at something new. Yeah. Like I need a checklist. I need a structure for how to do this. <laughs> like It's just so, so funny to think about whenever I first like kind of started. Um, for those people who were kind of newer at meditation and incorporating mindfulness into their lives. Can you talk about some of the, the actual benefits um, of having a mindfulness practice in general? Mm. So I think having a practice is great. If you, if you are creating a space, you know, for myself, I started five minutes, literally set a timer for five minutes. I was like, I'm just going to be quiet for five minutes. Mm-hmm. The benefit of mindfulness itself is the ability to be present. Mm-hmm. And you can really practice this presence. The, the, it's great to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to be present these for these five minutes. But a lot of what I, what I, my clients hear a lot from me is like, how are you taking this presence into your day-to-day life? Mm-hmm. How are you integrating it? Are you able to be present in the conversations with your partner or are you swirling around and you're just, you're ready to respond. You're ready to react and you're not really listening and connecting. Are you present with your kids? Can you like, just take a minute to just really be fully in this moment? Because what mindfulness is doing, it's bringing you into this moment while you're watching your thoughts, try to bring you to the future or try to take you um, back to the past. And that's all it's, it's spending so much time up here in our mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if we can just really begin to connect more and more with our body and our breath in those moments, in the day-to-day in the life, we're going to have a completely different experience of the life we were living. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I know that's, I know that's like a very, like it it allows you to be present and that's a great benefit, but, um, 
it's so commonly talked about, but I think the actual implementation of it and being able to experience like what it means to be fully present Mm -hmm. and in having a mindfulness practice, you're, you're kind of putting yourself through that test and then bringing yourself back when your mind wanders. Mm -hmm. And if you can do that while you're sitting down in your practice, well, okay, amazing. Mm -hmm. Now let's bring that to when you're at work and you're stressed or when you're having a fight with your partner or when your kids are running around and you're crazy. Can you stop, Mm -hmm. take a breath, connect and be in this place of responding and not reacting? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is so beautiful because it, it really allows you to deepen the connections that you have with literally everything in your life. You know, I can't tell you how many times I have been in a conversation with my husband or a family member or a really close friend. And my mind is going in a billion different places and I'm not actually listening to them. And it creates this wall between you and the other person. And even, even just like in everyday interactions, whenever you're at the the grocery store checkout line and um, you're scrolling on your phone and you're not like being present and being with the other human, that's like, you know, bagging your groceries. Like, I know that's so like, that's such a simple everyday encounter, but even those little things, it also creates, I think more fulfillment in the human experience just because like, what, what are we here to do? Like we we long for connection as human beings, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much. So, and it's, again, it's like, it can be that simple. We don't mm. have to, we don't <laughs> yeah. have to overcomplicate it. Um, yeah. I was actually talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Like if we think about like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right. The oh yeah. Triangle that love and belonging. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's love yeah. with ourselves, love with others. And then that, that sense of belonging, that mm-hmm. connection, that like having a tribe and we don't, check that box. If we are, you know, scrolling on our phone, whether it's at the grocery store or whether it's like at dinner with our family, like it's yeah. just, we're not feeling that connection. And it's, you know, the time of social media, you can be connected with everyone, which is great. And then it's also like disconnecting you from what life is happening in front of you. Right. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a balance between connecting with people in the way that social media and the internet and, you know, technology has been able to allow us to do lately, but also like the more we delve into that world, the less we're present in our current lives that we're living right now, you know? So there has to be some way to find that balance. Um, Earlier you were talking about just how you started with just five minutes, five minutes of, you know, being quiet and that, that just like made me think of this one situation. I, I was um, doing my my pro bono clients in the collective. And one of the clients that I was working with, um, she she had all of these goals that she wanted to reach, but she couldn't. Um, she always looked towards like external factors, like, you know, what do I need to research? Who do I need to talk to? What things do I need to do every single day to be able to do it? And she kept like spouting off all these things. And I don't know, for some reason, I just felt compelled to ask her, like, have you ever just spent like five minutes in silence? And she was like, uh, no. (laughs) And I was like, what comes up for you whenever you think about doing that? And she's like, it sounds like very challenging. (laughs) And I took five minutes on that call with her to just be silent. And after the five minutes, I was like, well, you know, what came up for you during those five minutes? And she was like, I was making a checklist for myself of things that I needed to do. I was like, you know, thinking about all of the things that I'm stressed about. And I, and I was like, I'm wondering like why that is like, what is there any, like, is there something that you are avoiding if, if, if you're thinking about like to-do lists and, you know, trying to, to entertain your mind with other things, what is it that's being blocked, you know? And then it just turned into this whole like emotional thing of things coming to the surface. And it was just like the most powerful thing. So as you, when you were talking about, you know, starting with five minutes, five minutes can be a powerful start to a mindfulness practice. 
Absolutely. Oh gosh. I love, thank you for sharing that. (laughs) Yeah. It's really powerful to see, like we can do so much talking in a session, right. And and kind of going around the story and like the to-do list and what action items are we going to tackle? Yeah. But it's not like none of that matters. If like in here, like there's, there's something deeper. And if we're making these all these external things like that we want to achieve and we're not doing it. Okay. What's what's underneath there. There's some resistance, there's something going on. And to have a space where you as a coach could say, pause, like yeah. <laughs> let's slow down. Um, yeah. That creates such, you know, I'm sure that gave her a sense of safety and confidence for like, so next time I do it, I'm not going into it by myself. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Such powerful stuff there. Um, So when we talk about meditation and breath work, what exactly is the difference between the two? Yes. Fun (laughs) question. Yeah. Um, So meditation is, it can be guided or it can be just silence. Mm Mm-hmm. And silence can say so much as we've, we've been talking to. So, you know, if we talk guided meditation, I, some versions of that is, you know, I can guide you through a visual experience. I can guide you through a, a different journey. We're going to a different place. I can guide you through different questions and see what comes up for you or, or guide you through like a body scan and checking in and and connecting emotions to parts of the body. Mm-hmm. When we talk breath work, it's work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, For sure. it's intentional breathing, um, whether it's something a little slower, maybe like a box breathing or an even counted breathing, or it's something more rapid, like a, like a fire breath and like pushing that air out or engaging certain parts of your body. Um, I'm not really saying much besides like inhale, exhale, maybe counting some numbers. And that is how I really like to begin any guided meditation because it gets you into this place of when you are focusing on like, I need to breathe, that's bringing you into your body, into your breath. You can't be thinking about other things. You're just like, I'm, I'm on this, I'm doing this breath work. I'm in this like routine. Yeah. And it is us intentionally moving that energy through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we are connecting with our body in that deeper way. And you feel, and I'm sure you can speak to this in some of your breathwork practices, you feel very physical, sim- like not symptoms, but physical sensations, right? Yeah. Like you yep. maybe feel some tingling or some heat or some like lightheadedness. And it's, it's really illuminating to see, wow, I can really change my physical state mm-hmm. by myself, like yeah. with my breath. Yeah. <laughs> that it's funny. You like, took the words right out of my head as you were saying that, like changing, actively changing my physical state, like on my own. And again, that, that, that word empowered comes back to mind and like using breath work to get back into your body and know that there is this sense of control that you have over your, over your state of being, you know? Yeah. And I think that goes very hand in hand with that empowerment right? Mm-hmm. Feeling that sense of control. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm, I'm going off a little bit here, but when we get ourselves in these emotions like mm-hmm. anxiety or fear, or maybe some, some deep levels of depression, and mm-hmm. we don't feel like we have control. Yeah. Right. We feel very much like, oh my goodness, I'm at, we it's, we're in our head. We put a label on the emotion and then we're like, what, what do I do now? And, or maybe you can't do anything. Maybe you're in a freeze state Mm -hmm. and the emotions live in the body. They are energy in the body. Yeah. Yeah. And so much of my life, I was in this, in my head with my emotions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hence the, like, I'm in my head with the emotions. I don't want to go there let me, let me grab some food. Let me numb out in, in some Netflix, you know, like, let me just avoid that. 
um, because I couldn't rationalize it in my head. Mm-hmm. And what has been so powerful for me is connecting, like, let's put the emotional label kind of to the side. Like, where do I feel? Like, what is the sensation of anxiety in my body? Yeah. Yeah. Can I breathe into that? Is there any information? Like, cause it's information. Like, mm-hmm. what is that telling me? Mm-hmm. And being able to, to connect, what do I need? How do I move it through? And coming to this connection of like my emotions in my body versus like my emotions and I'm in my head. And now what do I do to solve it? Right. Right. Yeah. Like what I think of is allowing you to process the emotions through your body and then view the thoughts that are causing those emotions. Like you're sitting on the side of the highway, watching a bunch of cars pass, you know? (laughs) Ooh, yes. That's a good visual. It's that observer role, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would love if you would, would you, would you be willing to give us kind of like a demo of like one of your favorite breathwork practices that has been super helpful for you or your clients? Mm. Like take you through it or describe it. What do you like a short, like take me through it. Okay. Like one, one or two rounds. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Sure. Um, let's see. The, the first one that comes to mind is, uh, some even breathing to just bring our body back into this homeostasis. Mm -hmm. Um, so let, let's give that a a try for a couple rounds. Yeah. So Shawnee or anybody listening, um, just take a moment if you're not driving or anything, um, just to feel your feet on the floor, Let your arms rest down on top of your thighs or by your side. And just beginning to connect with your breath. And if you are feeling any bit of uneasiness or uncertainty or out of balance, you're just going to get into some even inhales and even exhales. If you can do all this breathing through your nose, that'd be wonderful. If not, absolutely make this practice your own. So taking an inhale and an exhale here on your own. And beginning to breathe in, two, three, four, five, six. Hold for a moment at the top there. And when you feel called, exhale, six, five, four, three, two, one. And breathe in again, two, three, four, five, six. Hold for a moment at the top. See if you can challenge yourself to hold that breath a little bit longer than the last. Just feeling that fullness in your body. And exhaling, six, five, four, three, two, one. And one more round here, breathing in, two, three, four, five, six. Again, pausing at the top. And exhaling for six, five, four, three, two, one. Just noticing any different sensations in your body and letting this practice be a reminder that you can bring yourself back into balance through your breath at any time. And then just opening up your eyes and carrying this knowing with you throughout the rest of your day. Hmm. That was lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for leaning in. Yeah. And whoever is listening to this, just check in with yourself and see how you feel after doing that, that exercise. Um, For myself, I felt just my body kind of relaxing a little bit further into the chair. Like I noticed my jaw was unclenching a little bit. So um yeah, some super simple exercise, but could be really powerful for sure. Yes. Yeah. And I love 
the the clenching and the the tightening like those accumulate throughout the day without us really noticing mm-hmm. and that is you know those are also a lot of places where we're holding energy and we're holding emotion and it's not a matter of like good or bad emotions it just needs to be moved through so if we can like create the space to move them through and to drop in a bit deeper you know then then we get to release and and create some space for Mm-hmm. for what we do desire or the things that feel a little bit more exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um do you have a an experience with a client where you you felt that you truly made an impact on them and their life through through meditation and through breath work? Mm. So the first client that's coming to mind um She's so near and dear to my heart. Um, We worked together for six months. And before we started working together, she had tried so many forms of um, just traditional therapy. Mm -hmm. And I don't say this to say that therapy isn't effective. Um, I've been in and out of therapy and my own journey. And there's absolutely value and you know, there, there's methodology and effectiveness to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but she had really tried on so many different versions of it and she tried on, tried it on with different therapists and just was not feeling any better. Mm -hmm. And she was very, she like quit her job, couldn't get out of bed, um, really deep in her emotional experience. And this was after she had spent so much time caring for her family and, um, someone very close to her that was in the hospital for a long time with COVID. And she had just really like gone all in. And, you know, when that is kind of said and done, then we're left with oh, I don't have anything else to do. And I am not well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so she was on medication as well and she was having some gut issues. So things weren't absorbing and we started working together and she had really, really wanted to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. She really wanted to start a family and that they had tried and was not successful. Mm-hmm. And while that was something that we talked about in, in the beginning of our work together, that wasn't even like the focus, you mm-hmm. know, it was really like creating this relationship with herself yeah, and what that looked like. And we did some breath work and some meditation. You know, I'd like to start every session with that and, and give you practices to go through and do on your own. Mm-hmm. And so the blend of that and, and coaching Within three months of us working together, she had sent me a picture of a positive pregnancy test. Oh, oh, I got the chills just now. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. And that was just like the biggest evidence for me um, because we feel right. We even just in that simple practice. Okay. I feel better. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's tough to put those types of feelings into like what are the results? Mm -hmm. Right. And to see that really just creating a space for her to connect with herself, for her to have safe conversations. We didn't even put like a pregnancy timeline on our container. Yeah. And it happened, you know, she just created such safety within herself that now it was like, okay, I can, I can support a, a new life. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like my biggest, gosh, it like brings tears to my eyes, just talking about it again. And now, I mean, has she had some, some difficulties through the pregnancy and he came early and he was in the NICU for a bit. Um, but I, I just saw yesterday, like he's home, they're all home together. He's healthy. And it's just so beautiful to see and to know that, not only on her life, but this is, this is generations to come, right? This is generational healing. This is changing what has been the the script for so long. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the nursing I'm into. That's what, yeah. Oh my gosh. That is gold right there. (laughs) Uh, She is such, yeah, 
she's such a superstar and beautiful evidence of the power we have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think people realize how, when we don't, when we don't practice, you know, being present and we don't create that space that you were talking about within ourselves, our body has ways of telling us like, look, you got to do, you got to fix something, you know, you have to, we have to try something different. And wow, that's, that's like, that's such a powerful story. I I got chills as you were talking about that, as you had said, she sent you that picture. Um, So beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For, for those who are listening, who really want to get into um, a meditation practice or a mindfulness practice, what would be your top three tips for someone new that's just being introduced to this? Mm. So first I think those five minutes, Mm -hmm. right? If you want to create a practice where you're just being with yourself and it sounds intimidating, just create five minutes. Mm -hmm. And you can even find if you feel uneasy about like being in the silence for five minutes, you can find a guided meditation for Mm -hmm. five minutes. Um, Even if you, if they want to reach out to me, I have, you know, I can share uh, a recorded practice. I have just a simple five minutes. Um, and also again, the intention of having a meditation practice is to become more present in your life. So just start trying that on in meditation can look different Mm -hmm. than sitting on the mat. Yeah. Meditation can look like you're out for a walk And you are just intentionally, like you don't have your phone, you don't have anything else. And all you're doing is connect, like each step you take on your walk, you're connecting to the ground. You're feeling your feet on the ground and just, I'm fully here. I am where my feet are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find I do that sometimes when I'm driving too. Like I don't have any music on and I'll notice like my posture in the in the driver's seat, like how my grip is on the wheel, like what my surroundings are. It was, I had to do that a few guided times before, but now after doing that a little bit, I've kind of done the same thing. Like, you know, just taking everyday tasks like walking or driving, or even like just laying in your bed before you get up in the morning. Um, Simple things in your everyday life. That that's really powerful. Yeah. I love that. I, I love that you brought that driving example. Cause it's, it's again, these everyday tasks mm-hmm. and how can we do them just being a bit more present? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And maybe this is like a two in one yeah. tip, but <laughs> um, just when we start to notice like where we're getting our nervous system is kind of getting jacked up and we're getting like hot and fiery or maybe your heart's beating like whatever that feels like in your body like taking that intentional like if we want to do one like one intentional deep breath Mm -hmm. like just taking a breath like it's always accessible to us Mm -hmm. and taking like allowing yourself to take that pause yeah. In in that moment before we're like way up here in our head with the stories and just taking a second to connect with our breath. Mm-hmm. And then a, kind of the, the second part of this, which I found to be really helpful in my times during bedside um, and, you know, just high stress situations is like engaging all of your senses. So yeah. partly like what you were saying of like touching, like touching the steering wheel and just engaging like what are you smelling? What are you tasting? What are you feeling? What are you hearing? Smelling? Did I say smell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So touch, all. taste. Okay. <laughs> Engaging all of your senses, right? So you can, something that you feel, something that yeah. you hear, something that you taste, something that you smell. Like you, when you're thinking about that, you can't be wherever else your mind is trying to pull you. Right. So it's just like this yeah. quick, like bring me to like exactly where my body is and what am I experiencing. Yeah. Again, a quick way to like out of our head into our body a little bit more. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And I love that all of these things are so, uh, are so simple and and notice how I didn't say easy because like 
if you're spending so many years in the space where you're constantly thinking about other things and your mind is racing, your mind is being pulled in a bunch of different directions, it can be really hard to kind of focus in on the simple stuff like that. But it's almost like like exercising a muscle. Like the more you do it, the stronger it gets. And um, But I love how all of these things are very practical things that you can take into your daily life every single day and, um, and implement them. And slowly, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to be able to um, you're not going to see all of these different changes, you know, within the first time doing it, but you can start to slowly see how things change for you internally and then externally after that. Yeah. Everything externally begins internally, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> totally. Yes. Totally. And that's, it's, it's easier, easier, you know, choose, choose your heart. Um, to focus on the external. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because we yeah. think we can, we can play and we can control those a little bit more. Um, but gosh, if we can, if we can begin to just get curious about this internal world in some of these simple, simple ways, mm-hmm. again, not easy, Yeah, but simple enough where we can start to begin this start to, to, uh, strengthen this trust muscle yeah. within ourselves. Yeah. Love it. Ooh. Well, I love to end my podcast interviews with this question because this is the aligned and well podcast. Um, Bri, for you, what does it, what does it mean to be aligned and well? One question. I love this. Um, aligned and well, I believe alignment starts with what's on our heart and what we know to be true. Mm-hmm. So if I am acting in alignment with my heart, that is going to create a holistically well life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So following that, and you know, that, that alignment with our heart sometimes doesn't make sense. And sometimes it means some really tough decisions. Yeah, for sure. But if we can follow that, that alignment, and again, trust ourselves a bit deeper, right? Trust what's, what's being, um, what's being called forward on our heart. Mm -hmm. That really is in service to, you know, just, just our highest and greatest potential. Mm -hmm. And without a doubt, we're going to be living a holistically well life. Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. That's like one of my favorite answers that I've gotten to that question. Uh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, where can people find you and get in touch with you and see what you're up to? Sure. So I've been hanging out a lot more on Instagram. I'm having some fun creating over there. Mm-hmm. So if they want to connect with me, I am nurse coach Bry on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Facebook, just Brianna Riley. Mm-hmm. And just send me a message, connect with me. I love, I love connecting with people. You know, if you are listening to this episode, I'm sure you are, you are one of our people, Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you know? Um, so I want, um, all this year, I'm, I've just been so much about like deepening relationships and community and don't be, don't be the, just the random follow, like, please like send me a message, engage with me on my story. Um, I really am all for building community. Yeah. Love it. Is there anything left, Bri, that you want to share that we haven't touched on today? Um, the only other piece, um, just because we were talking about how, how these are simple, but they're not easy. And how um, community is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, if there are any nurses here that are curious about experiencing community and experiencing yeah. doing, starting this meditation and this breathwork practice, and they don't want to do it alone. Um, again, connect with me on Instagram, but we have a really powerful community of nurses who hang out, we breathe, we meditate and just come be a guest, come check it out, have an experience and connect deeper with yourself. And also with others. Yeah. So that's my final 
my final invite there. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for offering that. I think that is very needed in the nursing community. Um, so I'll have all of the links to your social pages and where they can get in touch with you in the show notes. But um, Brian, thank you so much for spending this time with me and um, sharing about the benefits of breath work and, and meditation and how it can impact our lives. I think this is going to be some useful, useful information for so many people as it has been for both of us. Absolutely. Thank you for creating a space for us to have this conversation and, and get this stuff out into the world. <laughs> ah, amazing. Oh, so good. Such a good interview with Bri. I am just so honored that I was able to interview her today and share with all of you just the benefits of meditation, of breath work, of really um, slowing down and practicing mindfulness. You know, mindfulness is one of, like I said, one of my favorite topics to talk about because even though it seems like such a simple thing, it really can make a huge, huge difference. So um, again, yeah, I'm just really, really happy that Bri was able to share her expertise and her insight with us today. If you would like to connect with Bri, I have put all of her information in the show notes so that you can follow her, um, send her a message, connect with her. She's a beautiful soul, beautiful human. Um, if you'd like to connect with me or work with me in some way, I do offer a free handful of um, discovery sessions every month to people who are looking to live a more aligned life. Um, I also do have a free community on Facebook called Heart Aligned Humans, and we are all about cultivating self-love, supporting each other in our wellness goals, and just creating a life that's aligned with your heart and aligned with your values and the truth of who you are. So please join us in that community. I would absolutely love to have you. Um, if you are listening to this podcast episode on a platform where you can leave a review, please, please, please give me your feedback. I'd greatly appreciate it. I'm always looking for um, what you guys want to hear and how I can make this podcast be uh, of value to you. Uh, if it resonated with you at all, if this episode hit home for you, if you got a lot of really great information out of it, if you really enjoyed it, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, take a screenshot of the episode and tag me and Bri on social media so we can see. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And as always, I'm here to serve and support you in the most powerful way I can. Remember, when all is aligned, all is well. Bye, everyone.